Welcome to The Open Bell, a podcast for trumpet players, by trumpet players, and a cornet guy. I'm your host, Bill Stoman, and I'm joined by my good friends and fellow trumpet geeks, Brian Appleby-Weinberg and the indignant iconoclast, Joey Tartell. This episode of The Open Bell is brought to you by the World Trumpet Federation. When you pick up your instrument, we want your first thought to be WTF because we established the World Trumpet Federation for you, our brass-playing siblings from around the globe. And we're committed to making sure you have all the information you need to improve your playing and teaching. Helpful videos, the rules, lists of stuff you need to know, lists of things you need to play, and lists of things you need to read, and of course, the Open Bell Podcast. So just bookmark us now and get it over with. www.worldtrumpetfederation.com to get the truth about trumpet. And by Dylan Music. Our newest sponsor, Dylan Music, is located in Woodbridge, New Jersey, and has been serving musicians since the store opened in 1992. Steve Dylan and his exceptional team run a full-service music store that is a favorite to many of the New York pros, as well as common folk like us here at the Open Bell. Sales, repairs, custom mouthpiece work, you name it, Dylan does it. Now, I've shared this before, and if you've ever called Dylan's or gone to the store, you already know. You'll be talking to someone who knows the business and can give you the best advice. They have really taken care of me and my students over the years with everything from repair to finding the right horn for the right player. Dylan Music should be your first call. And listen, if you can't make it to Woodbridge, New Jersey, check out their inventory online at dylanmusic.com or just pick up the phone and call them and talk to the most knowledgeable staff in the game. 732-634-3399. And remember, with the promo code BELL5, that's B-E-L-L number 5, you will receive 5% off all accessories. That's BELL5 to get 5% off your order. Give them a call today and stock up for winter. The Open Bell Podcast is comprised of three segments, warming up a couple things and no offense. We use these segments to illuminate, indicate, and infer information that we believe is insightful to interested trumpet individuals. Gentlemen, shall we? Each week, Warming Up is brought to you by Chopsaver, that perfect all-natural lip treatment created by the one and only Dan Gosling. And Dan, being the total team player that he is, has provided us with a promo code. Promo code! You get 15% off your order. So go to www.chopsaver.com and use the promo code BELL for a 15% discount. And now for someone who puts the I in team. Hey, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> what's, the, uh, what's the Kobe Kobe quote? There is an, is an M-E in that? Yeah, there may not be an nine team, but there's a me. There's a me. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> which I which I love, of course. Um, yeah. So uh, this past week we did a concert. The brass band did a concert here at school, um, and it's our regular October concert. But I had a really interesting experience. I sort of had a, a bill experience um, when oh. I was sitting there. So I was sitting in rehearsal in the dress rehearsal, and the back row was sounding really good. And and then I real I looked over and realized that four of my students are there. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> and then I have another one of my students sitting in the front row with me, and I was like, "Oh right, yeah." <laughs> we sort we sort of had to grow this. You're, you're slowly building your own band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's pretty funny. I you know when I first arrived here, there was just that was never a thing that could happen. It right. just wasn't a thing and it's taken a while but it was it was very cool and um you know uh 
Matt had come back from Iowa to play. His his partner is our marching band director, and he came back and uh, he actually studied with Belk uh, mm-hmm. in graduate school. And then, uh, and of course, and, Bonnie and survived. Yeah, and survived. Wow. Um, <laughs> he's got a few scars. <laughs> Lived to tell the tale. Yeah. And uh, and Bonnie and Bonnie and Luke were were playing second. Oh, cool! Um, and of course, Gonzo's playing soprano. And then uh, and my student, my former student Justin, is playing in the front row. So it was it was a cool moment, and I just sort of, you know, I just had a, like my own little personal moment there in in rehearsal. It was fun. <laughs> so you're relating this to me how and like in the trumpet ensemble recording thing I did. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you look around, and you're like, oh wow, yeah. Wow, this is the thing. Play a couple notes, and somebody else. We all sound the same. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like, yeah, how did no, that happen? Not really. <laughs> how did that happen? Yeah, that's yeah. great. Well, that's cool though. And we did. And I know we're busting your chops about playing trumpet on the uh, on the spark, but you sounded great. Of course, you did Thank sound you. great. I would, it still just looked odd to me. Like you're it there with your band. Odd. You're holding the trumpet. Yeah, yeah. The narrator. The narration was a little bit of a joke. He he said uh, he said. And now welcome to the stage, Dr. Brian Appleby Weinberg playing trump. Wait a second. There's got to be something wrong with this. And he was like <laughs> rustling around backstage with papers. And he said, "Oh, it says trumpet." <laughs> sure enough. That no, that was nails. And there, of course, you. there were no balance issues whatsoever. We could hear you just fine. No problem. <laughs> right. <laughs> Burying yes. the band right. at every level. <laughs> It's still up. You guys can, people can yeah, listen it is, to it. It is what he does. Yeah. <laughs> Some people you hear him breathe before you play with. Brian always hear a... <laughs> 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 He's kind of locked and loaded. Exactly. He's ready to go. Absolutely. It is embarrassing sometimes. Yeah. No, it was great, though. Thank you. It, was it really sounded great. Yeah. Yeah. Joey, what do you have for us? Well, you know, now that we're uh, heading into November... The weather's changing, the leaves have turned, they're falling. It's yes. time to start thinking about, and I know you just told us who is actually bringing this, this segment, but separate from that, you should have some chop saver on you right now. This is the time <laughs> where it starts getting cold, it starts this getting windy, great. and I, I'm not kidding. Every year I have at least one student walk in and say, yeah, listen, uh, I'm from somewhere in the south, you know. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Right. And my, boy, my <laughs> lips. And I'm like, right. Go get some chop saver, and I'll use keep some extra tubes in here. And just toss them one, you know. First yeah. one's free, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but Second like, one's eight hundred dollars, like, a, like right. a good dealer, yeah, right? Exactly. But this is that time. This is the time. Like over the summer, you might not think about it much, unless you're really out in the sun an awful lot. But as things get colder, you just don't want to have that day where you're caught without it, and then suddenly. <laughs> your chops are just covered and flaking off and then you like it's two or three days of trying to get yourself back healthy remember take care of your face it's important do you guys ever notice like people who are not brass players and they have chapped lips and you're like oh you should do something about that yeah i have actually talked to people that i barely know (laughs) and and, and said exactly that hey listen you know it's getting cold out and uh, your lips seem pretty chapped and they're like um i don't know you and i'm like listen i got this product here's what you do i have i have seriously done that to people i don't know it freaks me out it's not it it looks so uncomfortable i can't understand how they're walking around yeah exactly how do you do that and they're like Mm -hmm. licking their chops and like got this skin all around the edge yeah you see like that white flaky stuff on their lip and i'm like how do you live like that you're like you're gonna sound terrible later Yes. Listen, when you get a terrible when you play a double C. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I've absolutely I have exactly that experience. It's not okay. 
take care of your face. I mean, you know, take care of everything. But, you know, this is that time. If your lips are chapped, trumpet is harder. And you're exactly. on, the, on the field on Friday and Saturday, right? You should. Yeah. yeah. You're going to be outside in the wind and the cold and playing. You, you well, that's, stuff. that's and only right. part of it when you're sitting in yeah. the stands watching all the other bands. <laughs> and you're right. And it does sound like a continuation of uh, talking about Chopsaver. But the thing is, like, Dan will do these. He'll do bulk orders. Yeah. yeah. Like, order for the whole band. Yeah. Right? Order it for your entire brass section, whoever, if you want. And order extra. Mm-hmm. You need yeah. to have it around because you're going to run out and then you're going to go, wait, now what? Moisturize, moisturize, moisturize. Oh, you got to moisturize. <laughs> it's the key. Right. Oh, this doesn't happen by I'm accident. I'm just saying. Do you notice <laughs> no. that if you, you put it through the, you put it through the wash, um, it used to like chapstick that I used to have would like put spots all over everything. This doesn't do that. Everything comes out. It's fine. You know what you, sh- you, you shouldn't actually put it's it a way to wash. F- it's a way to fix that. What you can do is take it out of your pocket before you launder your <laughs> yeah. clothes. I'm but, not but always safety, sober. Safety tip. Yeah, but now you don't have to. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and, and recommend you don't put <laughs> mm-hmm. it through the wash. Don't put yeah. it through the wash. Yeah. Yes. Be better but than if, Brian. But if you do with Chopsaver, not hard. you can still use it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but I want to get that Brian. out as I know it's that time of year and I really want you thinking about your faces. It's going to, yeah. you don't want to wait until it's too late. Be proactive if not reactive, which yeah. is a good general rule. I love right? it. Bill, what do you got for us? Face care. We're, you know, we're here to help the people. Right. You know? I'm a giver. I love it. <laughs> uh, so I, I have a student, uh, well, several students actually preparing stuff for performance recitals and all that, and have a student working on Fantasy Brilliant. Oh, yes. Oh. Which, of course, I think made Brian's list when we did the pillars. Now, let me, ask, well, let me ask you a quick question. No, I don't you think said, that one made Now, did you say list, Brilliante but... or Brillante? I said, I said Brilliant. Brilliant. But there's it was no a combination. But there's no I after the L's. It's brillant. Brillant. Brillante. Well, no. Brillante. There's no I there. There's only one I in that word. Brillant. It's before the L's. Right. Brillant. Is that what you want? I don't know. I'm asking. I hear most people say brillant, like there's an I A well, and T E. I, I typed but it there with isn't. an I in it on my script. You should open your Arvin's book. So my they're, misspelling. They're calling a, a Carl Fisher misprint. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think brillant is a word. I think brilliant is. Well, all I'm saying is it's published as brillant. Well, this is not going to be the last time tonight we're going to get stuck on a pronunciation. <laughs> this is true. I can At see any this rate. Oh, <laughs> foreshadowing. <laughs> foreshadowing. At any rate, uh, so student comes in. Uh, let's call her, you know, hypothetically, Caitlin. With Caitlin, two eyes, sure. And so with she's got, eyes, but no. but not, but not in a row <laughs> next to each but other. They, but they're not in a no, row. Not in a row. Um, but she's got the Arbin, and of course she's done her research, and she went to the library, and she has Winton's edition as well. Sure. And so my okay. question to you is, which one do you use when you teach this piece? Which part? Yeah, the part. Oh. Yeah. Do you use the Do you use the Arbin version or do you use the Winton version? Uh, I use the oh. Arbin version. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not. How different is it? It's not that it's a different. Little different. The cadences right? are. The cadences are different. He does some things with the ornamentation that aren't the same. He changes some things out, which right. I actually kind of agree with a couple of them. Sure. It's, it's totally acceptable to do yeah, that. But I, I usually start with the Arvin's one because it's that's just easier and everybody has it already. Yeah. Right. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. Brian, okay. what do you have thoughts? I mean, Brian, yeah, the corn, I, I you're would, the cornet expert. Yeah, I would well, say wait, the wait, wait. one is What fine. horn is mythical student Caitlin with two wise playing this on? 
Uh, she's oh. playing on a cornet. She is? Oh, okay. You're making that up. Yes. Oh. No, she's hesitated. playing it on an Edwards cornet. Caitlin's no, I was just, it was for dramatic. It was a dramatic pause. She's <laughs> playing it. I have a. I have awesome. It's an old Edwards that I that I have here. It's a I remember old that school horn. horn. Yeah, yeah, and she's playing it on. Um, uh, she's playing a picket uh, cornet mouthpiece, of course, the one Brian designed. <laughs> right, I'm on the website. <laughs> Kill you. So things on the website. Obviously, I designed it. Kill you both. <laughs> I I just want I want to admit something else about instruments. So. You know, I, I've outfitted my entire cornet section in the brass band, university brass band, with cornets. I also have 12, 17 other cornets in my office right now. Are they real cornets? Yeah, they're real cornets. Yeah. How do you have 17 extra cornets? I don't know. N plus one? Um, N we, plus one. We run a youth brass band, and there's an amazing person who um, let me borrow rental instruments he worked out a thing with his supplier let me borrow rental instruments i think it's been three years now and yeah. they're still here he calls this me is, he said you need them cleaned i said no they're good he's like okay this is but the most jersey him. thing i've ever heard it really I got is a guy it's a bit who's got a rental business and now i'm on they're he's, on loan uh, he's in the meadowlands <laughs> if you know what yeah. i mean yeah north yeah. north corner uh, he's in the... <laughs> this is pretty funny <laughs> uh, Wow. It's pretty weird. Do they have are the serial numbers ground off of them? <laughs> what kind are they? We can't yeah. tell. Right. There's no I markings on no any markings. of them. It's got a bunch of hot corners. What kind do you need them to be? Office. <laughs> yeah. What kind oh, you, what God, are you I looking for? So much. <laughs> I got it. Yeah. Wow. Okay, keep going. Caitlin's playing the Edwards. Good for her. I'm so happy. Yeah, she's playing the Edwards. She's got a really nice uh, picket mouthpiece on it, and it sounds great. And so I just wondered what version, because we talked about it today, and of course I have her uh, playing out of the Arvin one because I I like that, and that's the one I'm used to using anyway. But then we're we're like, well, you but you can we can adapt. You can steal this thing from Winton, and you know, change it's not the that different. Yeah, it's not that yeah, different. It's so really you, not. You do the opening the way he did it, mm -hmm. the way Winton did it um no so you don't take his interpretation just his yeah just mm -hmm. the just wondered okay. about the part yeah yeah is it too much tonguey for you oh my gosh yeah in a cornet solo in a cornet solo yeah really, no on. <laughs> i remember watching him record uh rehearse and record that and just thinking how does anybody double tongue that cleanly because that was what i was working on at the oh, time yeah. like Phenomenal. okay I, you know, I really got to think about the multiple tonguing. So, I mean, I just asked him. He was hanging around Eastman. You know, he's around. What do you do? And he goes, oh, just walk around, you know, same with the cuss. I'm talking a little bit out of school here, but Tom Drake told me once we didn't record multiple petrol that fast. Oh. Wait, Tom wasn't on that. Joey was. I wasn't on it. No, I was in school at the time, but Tom mm. and I didn't overlap. He, I thought he, you didn't overlap. No. Tom and I weren't there at the I, same time. I thought you were on part of that record. No, Didn't you no play I'm not on, on that Nothing record. at all. No, mm. no, no, no. At the mm. same time, there were two things going on that were really big that semester. There was Winton's thing, and then uh, there was also this. We had some, like, leading expert in Bach. Ah, Bach. And I'm out. Uh, <laughs> and so we were doing B minor mass, and we took that on the road. Like, So I was on that. I was playing B minor right. mass. Then we went to, like, the Kennedy Center. I think we went down to TMEA. Like, we took it on tour with this lecture thing about so i no i didn't i didn't plan that at all i'd love to have played on oh it but gosh. i did not get imagine? that shot but i did anytime i could just go to rehearsals and sit there and watch and go yeah. wow so 
<laughs> okay, so it is possible to play just that well <laughs> and that double time. Like, 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 <clears throat> it, it was just, it was just spectacular. And although, yeah, they, they, I, I do believe there are all these rumors out there about what did and didn't happen. Right. I will tell you this. I may have told this before. Sorry if I'm repeating myself. Um, they did. We did a. They did a concert in Eastman Theater right before they went in to record. So just kind of running down some of the pieces, yeah. right? Including Moto Perpetuo. I watched because I've seen people say, "Well, you know, they did that in more than one take, and he didn't do it that way." Blah 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 blah. So right. Uh, I'm having deja vu. You did say this before and said, "Yeah, it was I watched, the real thing." I watched yeah. him perform it live, and like the whole place just went nuts. Because we're like, yeah. can we hear at that? The, can we hear the that? Tempo. Yeah, right. Yeah, and it was at nails. Tempo. It was nails. Yeah. yeah so I, yeah, I, I in a recording studio, those things happen all the time. That's amazing. Right. But I watched it. You know, I that watched it live. No. He could play it live, and it was nails. Jeez. Yeah. That's outrageous. Yeah. So, but that discussion brought me to something, and we don't have to get into this now. But I think we can talk about this, and I, I think we might have an episode where we get to this kind of thing eventually. But, man. If you think about all the things that Winton has recorded from the Baroque duet album to the solo <laughs> right. album yep. to, to the cornet album to the jazz, come on. Is there I love it any... when you say the jazz. The jazz. I did that for you. Yeah. The Zabadoo. Is, is, there, <laughs> is there anyone else in that that is covered that, that much ground? That is on that, rare. On that level? level? No. There yeah. are people who try to cover that ground. But come on. That's true. But no, not like that. No. It's really something else. Yeah, it's he, outrageous. Yeah. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. I mean, you know, he's a resource in, in for so many things. Yeah. You know, anyway. All right, boys. Well, listen, uh, it's time for this week's game. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, no. I, I, did, I was really in the mood for this game, and so we're going to play it. We're, we're going to go back to the voting game. The voting game? Okay. Yeah. The All voting right. game where we vote which one of us would be the most likely to do to do a thing. Or to, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All okay. Right. So we're going to write, we're going to, right. I've got 10 quick questions. <laughs> All right. Question one, which one of us spends the most time grooming in the bathroom? <laughs> Are we good? Good. Question yeah. two. Yes. Which one of us? has changed the most since middle school? I mean, if we're just talking about, you know, years, I mean, that was like, was that the Pliocene epoch when you were in middle school? Is that right? That's a lot more years for Bill. Exactly. You guys are disappointed. There were so many old jokes that went by earlier, and you guys just, they just left them all on the table. It was no, too I'm, funny. Pa I'm pacing myself. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and I'm out. <laughs> and I'm out. <laughs> you are right out. I'm pacing myself, right. Sergeant. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, which one of us is likely to get into a fight in our retirement home? <laughs> wow um that's actually hard that's a harder as, one as a resident of course is what i mean not just going in and visiting and picking a fight as a resident uh that's a tough closer one. for you than it is for us <laughs> yeah that could be next week for real <laughs> you could, could be never know question four which one of us is most likely to sell our plasma to buy a trumpet Wow. <laughs> Question five. 
Which one of us would have the most fun going to a pub alone? Come on. No, fun. Not sitting at the end fun. of the bar. <laughs> well, maybe we should define fun. No, we know what fun is. All right. Vote your conscience. Okay. I think that's an easy one. <laughs> wow. Vote your okay. <laughs> vote early, Which... vote often. <laughs> Question six. Which one of us is most likely to choose the wrong mute? <laughs> to make poor mute choices. That's easy enough. That's totally easy. I have, Question. I, have, I have three reasons for my answer when we get to that one. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> I've given that one a lot of thought. We have proof. <laughs> Question seven. Which one of us is most likely to get the left hand from a wagger? <laughs> well, considering you guys are waggers. <laughs> Question eight. Which one of us would likely have played woodwinds if trumpet was not an option? Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Question nine. Which one of us would be most likely to overtip in a restaurant? Hmm. And question ten. Which one of us spends the most money on trumpets? <laughs> that was easy. I just typed my answer in as I was speaking. <laughs> I'm feeling attacked. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. And plus one, plus one, plus one, <laughs> plus one. Oh, so good. All right. Back to question one. Right, Which yeah. one of us spends the most time grooming in the bathroom? All right. So I guess we go in order, right, Brian? Who you got? Oh, I got Joey. Hands oh, I got down. I got Bill. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. No, I got Joey. He spends got, no time at all. I take no you. time. <laughs> look at I, you. It's a whole team. This does not happen by accident. No, I'm <laughs> no, out of the at... shower. I am I'm out of the shower. Boom. Like brush my teeth, shower. Product. Bam, bam, product. You gotta product. put product in your hair. It takes hair. a second and I'm out. See? No. That's it more takes, time than it we takes spend. Me less, it takes me fewer time than you. Don't even start with me in the fewer time. <laughs> I take no time at all. I don't know. We've all been on the road together. Brian and I think it's you. It's definitely you. No shot. What you think, <laughs> the fact that you don't even have to put on full pants, that they're shorter, that that would help right. you with the time. But no. It no. takes me no time. I think it takes you the most time. No. I I, I, I will say I, I'm, this. I'm objecting to this. Joey Joey is an efficient packer. Do you know this about him? It's very Brian? efficient. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. He packs by outfit. You yes. just roll them up. He rolls up everything that he needs for that day right. in a day. How else would you do it? Well, you could do it by the different kind of articles, the socks. Well, that's just and then... stupid. Then you have to go through different piles every day to get dressed. That's why it takes me less time. You guys clearly have not spent a lot of time on the road. I like it. I think it cuts down the amount of decisions you have to make, too. Right. This you is make just those the, decisions beforehand. The day one bundle. Right. And you roll them. That way they don't wrinkle as much either. Right. If you're well, going to do this well. I've seen it. I was there. That's right. All right. I'm mad at you guys. All right. Question two. Which one of us has changed the most since middle school? Brian? What's the longest for you? <laughs> so guys. So it's gotta be the most. Uh no, I've I got I got Brian for this one. Oh no. You think I was social then? Yeah. You play baseball. That's a social that's, environment. That's right. Yeah, I have to hang out with people. It was a toss up for me between me or Brian, but I think I'm gonna go Brian. Oh, yeah, I man, think it's I Brian. Lost the vote. I think it's Brian. Yeah. 
Cool. All right. Question three. Which one of us is likely to get into a fight in our retirement home? I've got I've got Joey. He's I've not backing down uh, from an I've argument got Joey at all. Okay, let me, let me to blows. Let me you know explain it's you. my vote. It's, it's you. Uh, I voted for myself. <laughs> yes, you did. I, I but, know you did. But when we say fight, we're not talking a physical hit people. I don't do that. But right. I will absolutely get into it with somebody because they came into the they ate from the wrong side or they went to the wrong place in the line or they got in my way mm-hmm. and when I was trying to get my pills. It's absolutely me. But, but they're gonna they're gonna take not, a swing and you're gonna end it. No, no, no. I don't fight. I've never hit anybody. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, there's no physical altercation, but it's absolutely me. I voted for me. You're correct. <laughs> Somebody is going to come in and change the channel and the TV lounge during Jeopardy, and I, that's yeah. going to be it. Listen to me, new guy. Yeah. That's not the way we do things here. That's not the way we do things around here. There are rules, okay? Are rules, exactly. Uh, well, when I Fair. come visit, when I come visit you, I'm going to ask the staff. <laughs> You come visit me. Holy. That's like what? To haunt me? I'm going to hold up. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the ghost of Christmas Moondy past. <laughs> wow. Yes, me. I am going to haunt you. Ouch. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Which one of us is most likely to sell our plasma to buy a horn? Well, it's not Joey. He'd pass out. So it's, it's, oh, that's true. I didn't factor that in. Yeah, yeah, it's it's you. No, I'm the same way with needles. Yeah. It's you. You guys no, don't I, like I, needles? I, no, Are I don't. Kidding me? No, I'm no, allergic no to needles. needles. No, yeah. I, I didn't know that about Bill. I had Bill as well, but it's I am totally too squeamish for that. I'm not doing. Yeah, it. yeah, no Bill, way. Yeah, I thought it was Bill. Uh, no, I tried to tell someone. Uh, one of the kids had surgery and they were little, and they said, "Are either of you, uh, you know, allergic to anesthesia?" And I'm like, "Oh, I am." And they're like, "Well, which one?" I'm like, "Well, in the dentist office, Novocaine." He goes, "The guy goes, uh, no one's." No one's allergic to Novocaine. You're allergic to needles. <laughs> yeah. It's not allergic to so much as, like, when I have to have this done, they're like, how are you? And I said, listen, you just have to tell me when I can turn my head and I don't have to see it. I just need to know right. what's happening. Yeah. Like, I'm not well, into it. It's not going to be okay. The guy, I'll, I'll live. That was the additional question. He goes, well, how do you do when you give blood? I'm like, I don't do that. <laughs> oh, you're allergic to needles. Sarah yeah. lets people practice on her. Oh, no. Nope. Nope. Yeah. So she's trained. They have a nope. new the new head at the birth center is yep. there. She hasn't, she hasn't started an IV in well, 25 years or something. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, here's, we're going to do IVs today. So here's the orange. Here's the, whatever the next thing they did. And here's my arm. Wow. <laughs> and I said, how'd nope. she do? And Sarah said, she missed. <laughs> yeah. I've been, they miss a lot with me. <laughs> no, yeah. thanks. I'm out. Wow. I better move on before. So while Joey's still conscious. Yeah, exactly. I'm about <laughs> still to pass with out. Us. Uh, which one of us would have the most fun going to a pub alone? I know you could take this question a number of different ways. Well, so. I, I totally voted for myself. No. That sounds no, ideal to me. Let me tell you know. why you're wrong. Let me tell you why you're wrong. Because <laughs> we're talking about having fun, which in a bar setting means interacting with other people. Yes. This is easy. This is Bill. This is 100 times Bill because he's going to know every person in that bar's name, backstory, hometown, and like cousin's best friend before the third round. This is, this is true. He will have more fun. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's right. I was going to vote for that's Joey. True. Oh no, no, you you're you're going to have everybody in that bar. They're going to all oh Bill, hey man, they'll think you like you know, it was your bar by the end. By of the, the night. next afternoon, they'll know your drink order. Yeah, you're Norm. <laughs> yeah. I'll be Norm. You're, you're Norm. You I'll Actually, be Norm by the next. Norm. Day. 
All right, I'll, I'll take that one. Yeah, yeah, that's a great point. All right, question six. Which one of us is most likely to choose the wrong mute? Brian, Brian you want to vote or you just want to wait for us to <laughs> vote on you? Lord. You know where this is headed. Dude, I, you... I did I did vote for myself. Good. All right. Yeah. There, there are a couple of reasons here. Yeah. Brian is the correct answer. One, yes. we have the evidence of the Artunian solo tone fiasco. It's that's a great... on, ongoing. Yes. It's a great <laughs> and, choice. And uh and then once you take the stickers off everything, nothing's labeled right. <laughs> so, yeah, no what you, you don't know no what you're idea. picking up. I said the cup. Oh, <laughs> no! Are idea. you opening? Are you opening a mute box? I, there, I'm just I, now. We can't talk about these because th oh, there's going to be right. eventually. There's going to be an unveiling, but because they don't exist yet. They don't exist that yet. Looks but, like a new mute. Huh? Yeah. It's a little bit of a teaser for our audience. Now, how would that sound on the Artunian? It is spectacular. <laughs> I'll wrong. tell you what. sound wrong on the Artunian. Better than a solo tone. And <laughs> this. That's fair. That is wild. Yeah. yeah. Joey, do these look familiar? To, have, you seen, have you seen this design Don't get before? me started. <laughs> Don't get me started. I will come over there and turn this whole podcast right around. No mutes for anybody. Uh, Bill's name better be on the website since he helped design it. <laughs> oh, of course. Oh. And others. <laughs> I will kill all of you. But yeah, this is clearly Brian. You're with me, it's right? It's Brian. Yeah. 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 Okay. No doubt about it. All right. Seven. Uh, which one of us is most likely to get the left hand from a wagger? I'm sorry. That's Brian, too. <laughs> Good Lord. Right. Brian, you voted for yourself here, I, right? I did vote for myself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here, there's, there's three That's reasons. That's the goal. But there's three there's three reasons. One, that's the he goal. Just, he yes. just plays that loud all the time. All the Two, time. Two, he's playing with other cornet players, and cornet's a little bit softer to start with. They don't stand a chance. No shot. Right. And three, I play mostly in big bands where I'm the concert master. You're I'm supposed to. No, no, you're supposed to. Right. That's like, if goal. you're if you're too much louder than everyone else, that's their problem. Yeah. They've got to play they're, up to me. They're not keeping up. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's I, the hand I of honor, had, actually. You know how sometimes we get people ask us things about the podcast and like stuff we say on here? Mm -hmm. And more than one person has said to me, dude, does Brian really play that loud or are you guys just busting his chops? Is that like a thing? And, and I'm like, do you give him the link to the video? Like, yeah. <laughs> no, it's that. It's really that loud. This is not a gag. Oh my God. Yeah. Check out this 360 video we shot in Nashville. Exactly. Concerto for Brian. Yeah, concerto for third trumpet. <laughs> I was tricked. I tell you, I was tricked <laughs> by what? Putting the mic in front of you, or <laughs> Mike was or right giving you the bell. third trumpet part. <laughs> you were just standing in the wrong place at the wrong time. That's right. Mm -hmm. All right. Question eight: If which one of us would likely have played woodwinds if trumpet was not a thing? I I voted for Bill. I, I voted for oh, Bill as well. Come on. No, we've got evidence. Hold, I don't hear me deserve out. I've given, that. I've given this a lot <laughs> of thought. That. I don't deserve I've that. I've given this a lot of thought. Okay, go ahead. Out of all of our children, who has children that play woodwind instruments? That's not, you can't use that against me. <laughs> yes, yes, I can. I've already written and, them out of the will. And who of those children are majoring in music right now on a woodwind, on a instrument? woodwind instrument? That's true. But on, the man. one, to be Come fair. On, That's to not be to fair. be fair. To be fair. The one did switch to double bass, so I should get double credit for that. No. Yeah, and the other one's a pilot. Sure. Who doesn't but, even have a saxophone near him anymore. Right, but there, how many okay. woodwind players out of your kids? Three out of four? Well, Mitchell played everything, so I don't think he really counts. He played well, were woodwinds too. part of that? He totally, he totally he counts. Did, he did play, he, yes. Yeah. He played some woodwinds. Carter played saxophone? Yep. Elliot's majoring in saxophone? Yeah, he is. Dude. Come on! Well, but that should Olivia not reflect play? poorly on me. Olivia played violin and sang. Are they not? Are they not and your sax. kids? And no, sang. 
Oh, insane. To be They're clear. not your kids? Yeah, totally. That's what I'm saying. Gotta this own is it. you. This is you all over. This is and you. here's why I voted for Joey. You're so- <laughs> <laughs> I think if I picked up, like, I don't know, saxophone, I would have quit by now. No, I, like, this no, is not I don't fun. think I'm so. Not doing that. And this is why. I think you're one of those people, like some of the smartest people I've ever met, gravitate to the most challenging thing. But then and why I think pick if, trumpet? Trumpet's if, easy. Well, I think if woodwinds would have been a choice, I think you'd have gone like way into bassoon or something. Yeah, but that's not nearly as like much fun. Like, just think about. I do love low notes. notes I do yeah. love low notes too. But, but if you play bassoon, yeah, man, like, what are you waiting around to do? <laughs> Burn it. No. Right? Like, what do you, what, wow. like, what are there, how many pieces do you have? Six pieces? You're like, this is going to be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Who wants to live but like that? I, I do love the bassoon sound in a, in a woodwind quintet. Sure. And in the orchestra. I, yeah. 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 But it's a bunch on, of them in the orchestra. I'm just saying, but you're, you're the kind of person that would be wired to choose the most difficult thing and master it. Nah. I would have chosen gone come out. Brian, my, he's busting my chops here, but Brian likes the saxophone. It is. <laughs> A lot of, he's got a he's part of history. It. He's got no, it's not okay. <laughs> That's all you, Bill. He That's has you. an affinity for the saxophone. <laughs> wow, this question really backfired on me. All right, yep. number nine. Which one of us would be most likely to over tip in a restaurant? I also voted for Bill. I, Joey, I, it's all about math. He's but I, I I do tip oh, wow. well. But you're right. I mean, yeah, yeah. But I you do, won't I, over but tip. There, it depends here because if if something has gone wrong or something in my party has been obnoxious, then I am going to go out of my way to over tip. Right. right. But I still voted for Bill. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah. But you voted for me because you know I can't do the math right. on the percentage, so like, and I, I'm just yeah, going to throw. Here, here, just take some money. Just throw fun. a bunch of cash down. Yeah. Here, just take my money. Nice. Here on the side of too much. Yeah. Of course. It's not that I think you guys would. I know you guys tip well. Yeah. It was just a funny question. It is a funny question. <laughs> All right. Question 10. Which one of us spends the most money on trumpets? Joey. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely okay. Joey. It's okay. not close. It, not anywhere close. Not even it's, it's, playing the same game. It's a little bit close. No, it's not. Sure. I don't know. Okay, I mean, look around your office but, right now. But I voted for me. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did. I, I, I'm, I'm honest here. But I, that's only because I play a lot more of them than most people, and even yeah. you guys. Yeah. There are reasons, of course. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Brian and I also have deals. No offense. And that helps. <laughs> oh, oof. We, wow. We have, we have contracts. Oh my gosh! <laughs> wow, that one hit hard. <laughs> That's brutal. Tell Tartel this could have been him. <laughs> oh my gosh! Out. Hey, I'm out. <laughs> wow, that was awesome. That was good. Uh, hey, you guys did well with that game. I really like the way that went. <laughs> I felt attacked. Yeah. All right, boys. Time for a couple things. Well, after the overwhelming success of our episode spent deconstructing the Artunian Concerto, uh, you, our listening audience, spoke loudly and clearly, and we heard you. So we decided to dig in again, and this time with another iconic piece in the trumpet repertoire. Made of the mist. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, Brian. 
uh, that's another episode. That's the one we're doing the week that Joey and I can't make it. Right. That's that's in the lost episodes. Look for that. <laughs> that's in the outtakes. We're going to release at the end of the uh, end of the season. Right. No, of course we're talking about Paul Hindemith's Sonata for Trumpet. Now, yes, of course we are. Here but we let's go. Let's talk about his last name. <laughs> let's. I'm ready because many, I have done how, research. How many research. H's are in that name? Six. <laughs> Bad at counting. <laughs> There's one at the beginning and one at the end. Right. Is yeah. the prose- does the prosecution rest? Well, no. Yes. What country do we live in? I don't think that really matters. Yeah, of course it matters. He's German. And that's where his name was given to him. Sure. There you go. German surname. And there's so no his team. name was Paul? Yes. So it, he pronounced it Paul. Of course, that's the way they say it in Germany. No, it's not. <laughs> How do they say Your it argument is falling apart before you make it. <laughs> no, here's my argument. We're not to my argument yet. Yes, my argument are. is this, and I've done the research. Uh-huh. There is no TH sound in German. Just another reason I don't like the Germans. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean, sure, the pretzels are good, and I love the bratwurst, but come on. You can't go, thuh? Come on. What's the problem? No. I did some research, and I asked my, my very smart friend and colleague, Tim Dixon, who confirmed, who said to me, no, there's no TH in German. You're right. Hindemith. Hindemith. No, it, it's there. They just don't know how to pronounce it. Just, there we go. They're just doing it wrong. Are right. you gonna, are As you an gonna, entire society. Are you going to email Germany when we're yeah. done tonight? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm going to get Germany on the phone when we're done here things. and say, here's the thing. If you're not going to pronounce it, stop writing it. <laughs> like, if you can't say the, then you don't get to write the word the. I think you mean ta. Exactly. Because then his name should just be H-I-N-D-E-M-I-T. If that's how you're going to pronounce it, right. why put the H there at all if you're not going to pronounce it? I'm just saying. Hindemith. No, Hindemith. And we're going to go back and forth all night. Yeah. Duets. <laughs> Before and after. <laughs> so every time we use the correct, correct pronunciation, Joey's going to correct us. <laughs> every that time was you... extremely well said. <laughs> that's really well done. Right, anytime anyone says Hindemith, but puts an H on the end, Joey has to play a double C. <laughs> That'll be worth it. <laughs> Every time you go, listen, in Hindemith. <laughs> I like this idea. You just have it ready, locked and loaded. Totally. All so I, anyway, okay. past that, I thought we'd maybe start with a little bit of an overview, right? Sure. Like general impressions about the piece, and in particular, this concept that it is Gabrock's music. My please forgive my German pronunciation there, but your daughter can help you out with that. She took yeah, German. that's right. She did take German, yeah, and you helped her with it. <laughs> um, which the direct translation of that is utility music or yeah. music for a specific reason, right? For the people, for the um, amateur, yeah, for, right. Mm-hmm. But amateur soloist, <laughs> gifted pianists. <laughs> well, I wouldn't go amateur soloist either. You know, well, this is a challenging trumpet part. It is, but by comparison. Oh, right. The, the piano, piano part's part ridiculous. is ridiculous. Ridiculously. Now, and the trumpet one isn't the worst one, right? The trombone, I think, by reputation is worse than the trumpet. It's slightly part. worse. It's, yeah. it's, yeah. It's, it's slightly worse. It's and of course, every time ridiculous. I think of this now, I think of the experience when well, last time we hosted NTC here, and one of Terry Everson's students from Boston University was playing this piece. Mm-hmm. And Terry standing backstage, and I thought, well, isn't that nice of him? 
you know, Terry's a great trumpet player, great trumpet teacher. He's standing here supporting his student before he walks on stage. And <laughs> this is ridiculous, the, by the, the way. The proctor pulls the door open and they announce the next student and Terry follows the kid on stage. And I'm like, whoa, what's he doing? Realizing he's the pianist. That's and ridiculous. Yep, it was spectacular. Yeah, that shouldn't be allowed. Yeah, that's no. cheating. That's uh, cheating. It's totally cheating. But having talking, that much talent and work in your background right. is. But cheating. if we're going to yeah. talk overview, let's talk overview. Uh, yes. That when we talked before, we talked about a concerto, and this is a sonata. Yes. Very different. Very different. Right. right. You know, I think a lot of times uh, trumpet players, especially students, think of these the same way. Well, it's a solo. I'm going to play with piano. Well, as a concerto, it's a solo that you're playing with the piano. That's a reduction from either a band or an mm. orchestra. Mm -hmm. But when you're playing a sonata, you're some you're playing something that's literally chamber music conceived of for two instruments, two people, right? Yes. This is conceived of for trumpet and piano. It's not solo trumpet and piano accompaniment. That's not how this goes. Mm -hmm. That's Agreed. an important place to start when you're conceiving of how to play this. It really is you're with the piano. The piano is not following you. Right. This is in line with right. You hear the word sonata, you know that you're playing a different game than than concerto with a reduction. So you shouldn't exactly. always be over the piano. Is that what you're telling me? What's that? I shouldn't well, always play louder than the piano in the sonata. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, we apparently, know you're going to. If That's we have it. to, ex yeah, have to explain this to you in every musical setting. Exactly. Okay, now remember, Brian. Not sure I understand this. You're process. soloing with a middle school band. Yeah. <laughs> you might want to back down a little. Right. Um. Yes. Yeah, so I, and I, I think this is, I'll just put this out there too. When I, when I think of this piece, I think of the, the story or I have sort of an outline of what I think the thing outlines, right? What the piece outlines or the, okay. the format that it follows. And that movement one to me is, and so this is a story of someone's life. Movement one is right. Crashing onto the scene, the wailing and the, the gnashing of teeth. And it's, it's entry into the world with this sort of, right. Um, dramatic entry into the world movement two to me is playfulness like childhood it's carefree it's the right youthful years uh, movement three of course um, more serious final stages not of life very, not very playful <clears throat> not playful at all um, and then of course ending with a hymn tune which we'll talk about when we get there but um, the, the overall trajectory of the piece in my mind outlines a person's life I don't know if that's something that you guys have thought about or have heard before but no, I, I'm um, I think about it more in the context of when it was written and Me what too. was happening in the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because this mm -hmm. is Germany, 1939. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, it's a little and, rough around there. And him watching his country do all of these things and yeah. getting out, right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, partner, partner, I guess, was uh, of Jewish descent, right? Mm -hmm. It's a, like a big deal. Mm -hmm. um, Herseth had some things to say about about it. Um and about tempos that mm. he, you know, because mm -hmm. he played for Hindemith. Um, and I'm, and, I'm sorry, who? Hindemith. Hindemith. He Hindemith. said it right. He was fine. I did say th, Hindemith. Yeah, Joey, he's, Joey get he's your horn. American. He's I did Joey. American pronunciation. <laughs> Joey, get your horn. That's yeah. twice. Because he actually, actually you both said it. In the United States as an American. It's fine. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so you would say Adolf Herset. Yes. Is what you're saying. No, so I, would never, I would never say that. Bud Herset. Right, because his name's Herseth. Her Herseth played the Hindemith. <laughs> no, you don't get that there both ways. That's this not a, how this works. This is a great tongue twister. No, I'm now quite angry with you. Herseth happily played the Hindemith 
You know that's the cleanest articulation Bill's ever done, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually tired right true. now. <laughs> yeah, he's cashed. I'm, ca- I'm done. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I, I, it's not that I don't think about that. Um, in fact, some of the imagery that I use in teaching this piece has to do with that black and white film, right? Black and white World yeah. War films that you would see. Um, kind of tanks just, rolling into Poland. Yeah, I mean, seriously. exactly. Yeah, no, yeah. that's it. Yeah, yeah that's the, that's, that's the, the real stuff. That's the imagery. Yeah, for sure. But I think it's good to have those overall concept. Yeah, Hindemith, right. Hindemith actually wrote. I, I I think this is maybe my best work. For, for it's, so, oh, solo yeah, work. it's a great piece of music. Yeah. It's yeah. spectacular. Yeah, I mean, in terms of that, like the way it's crafted is unbelievable. And if you, from a theory perspective, if you're into going in and you know analyzing these things, which I'd love to do, man, the it's all there, right? The way mm-hmm. it's crafted together, that that motive of the the perfect fourth major second, you can find that it's just woven into the entire thing. Oh, we're and, gonna get to that because there are some rules in yes, here. Are we going there in? Are some rules. Yeah, go in. Yeah, go I on. think I think we're ready to to all start. Right. We're just gonna go movement one. All right, movement right. one. Yeah. First, mm-hmm. you should know what these things mean. What does Mittcraft mean? Crafty. Mm-hmm. Use, yeah, it use means, paint and clay. Means, it means to sneak in. <laughs> you just have a stand there with your clay pot. I think it means painting with flowers. You have to put gloves on before you eat at the lunch counter. Exactly. It, it actually means with American cheese. Is what. Yes. Mitt fromage. Nice mixed language. Good Thank work. Thank you. Thank you so much. Right. So yeah, Mittcraft literally means. With power. I mean, with really, power. So it's forte. It says with power. It's the opening of this piece. Now, so there are a couple of rules. Mm-hmm. That opening thing from the beginning was that the first one, two, strength three, really four, is the actual five, six, seven, eight, actual nine. definition, isn't it? Strength. Yeah. If you Google it, yeah, it, it says power, but most people say with strength. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So that first nine bars is your opening mm-hmm. statement. Right. Yes. There are zero accents. Mm-hmm. There are zero so, short notes. Well, that and we're going to get to that. So that's okay. rule number two. I don't so know. Rule, that B flat in the second measure is begging for that's it. That's where I'm going. That's I'm the first not, place I'm, I'm going. I'm not okay with that. This. Right? No. So, because you hold on. Wait a minute. Always oh, totally grabbing my horn. Um, yeah. So the opening, no accents, but strong. Right? Mm-hmm. It should mm-hmm. be. It should be loud. It's forte. You're coming out of the gate swinging. But right. that second measure. There are no notes marked short. But how many times have you heard? Always. We hear it all of the time. All and the time. I regularly say, huh, is that no mark staccato? Yeah. <laughs> well, no. And But there are good recordings out there. Very well, visual, well, that, 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 Do that. And visually, you're trapped, right? It's, it's a trap because you see that 16th and the quick flip, the quick slur to the B flat, and that's it's what happens. It's just not that hard. Sure. That's the result of it. It's just not that hard to play that note long. Right. That's the definitive recording of it right there. That's You're welcome. Be. Yeah. You're welcome. Now, I will say this. Mind? I will say this about this opening. I think I may have told the story before. Great Keith Johnson moment. Um, but, you know, I'm like one of the first times I played for him in a lesson, and I'm going to show him I own, I own the Hindemith, right? <laughs> I'm going to stick to my guns on that. With power. So I go in there. <laughs> Locked and load, and blam, and he lets me get through the first phrase, and he goes, okay, all right. Uh, what's a sonata? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it washed over me in a moment, and I was like, I just dropped my head, and I said, it's chamber music. He goes, huh, yeah. <laughs> Want to try it again? Because <laughs> I was just pounding it, right. you know? 
And nice. so so it is that, but it is within this chamber music context. It can sure. be powerful and full and resonant and all those things, but it doesn't have to be overbearing, loud. Brian, no offense to you right. personally. Because then when you go to that very next phrase and you have that same 16th to 8th, the D to the F, that F's not yep. short either. Yeah. You will right. sound more mature if you're playing all of these notes long, full, connected, and strong and full, but without accents. Right. Now, I'm going to be a realist on this. For just a minute here, in that bar, that's the last bar in the second line, right? Yep. Um, it's okay. That That's a treacherous little thing to play, the D to the F slur. And if you're having trouble with it, and a lot of people do, false finger, just for a little while, use the alternate 1 and 3 on the D right before the F just to build that slur in, and then you sure. can get away from using it. Yeah. But it, it's a good practice strategy to help you smooth that out. Absolutely. Right? Yep, because like it. it is a treacherous little moment. So I want to I want to say then the next thing, if you go look at four bars before rehearsal two, mm -hmm. uh, actually three bars before going into the four four bars, uh, four four bar. Do you guys like a little retard there into the D flat? No, you don't. Oh, I like that just to pull back just a touch right there. It's too early. We just started. We're not slowing down yet. Oh. I mean, you could do it, but I I don't see this is the other it's part. Not, it's like, this is something oh, it's that was written. Little written in the 20th century. If he right. wanted that, he would have just put it there. He gave us lots of good instructions. Are you aware that um, Hindemith claimed that the tempo marking was incorrect? It was a mistake at the yeah. publisher? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, when we were kids, and maybe even Bill when he saw the original, uh, the first time <laughs> I ever saw this, the first one that was published said half note equals 92. That's the one I'm, well, I'm looking at the one that says wow. half note equals 96 to 100. Yeah, no. Yeah. That, no, no one has yeah. ever played it that fast because it's not playable, the no. trumpet or the piano part. Do you think that the publisher saved us all from Hindemith's marking? What do you mean? By publishing it wrong? By publishing it a little bit, publishing it slower at a reasonable tempo? No, are you saying he meant it to be half note? There is, there is anecdotal no. evidence that he said that the published tempo was incorrect. It's supposed to be much faster. Oh, no. Yep. No, the piano. No. Yeah. The piano part is even. I don't think that's playable at that tempo. Way more ridiculous. I agree. But no, he claimed I... it's supposed to be much faster, which makes it a different, in terms of endurance, yeah. makes the first movement a very different piece. Very different. I, I will say this. I play on the 100 side of 96 to 100. Sure. Maybe even a little more if there are some endurance issues involved, which I think is okay. It, it can withstand it musically. It stands mm -hmm. up to a faster Absolutely. tempo. I sure. think it does too. Your pianist might not be happy. Right, and you do have to live in the real world of what your pianist is able right. to do. Yeah. Right, yeah, for sure. But these opening statements, right, we're talking about keeping them elongated no short notes right? no short notes no accent no short notes at all full tone full, full sound powerful to the full yep. sound the whole way through mm -hmm. then right. you get this great moment at two to just take your foot off the gas for a little bit and show some contrast and it does need to be in contrast to the opening you yeah but then only for only for six bars and you go right That's back it. up absolutely <laughs> then you go right back and, up and then you they really come back yeah because that if you look at the markings there that's fortissimo yeah. So you have yeah. to leave room at the beginning because that's 
when he comes back to it here, that's a, a reiteration. That's a stronger statement. Stronger statement, but then the bottom drops out. Then you actually play yes. soft. We haven't played soft yet. No, but here it comes. <laughs> Which is and the you trick. have to double tongue. Well, I K-tongue all that, but you guys do what you want. <laughs> I'm going to say what I believe most people do. <laughs> yeah. And beat three is long. long. I, love, I love the contrast with the piano, that the piano is playing staccato, and you're yes. playing Boom. a long note. Yes. Right. But I think a lot of people play those quarter notes. Pick it up, pop, pop. I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Is there a staccato over that? What are you doing? No, 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 no. No, no, no. Because then we get nice and lush, right? Because now we're building. Now, the next part I love, right? We get to four. We start pianissimo. And really, that's a crescendo all the way to five. Yes. It it really is. Yep. One long build, 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 build. Yeah, and actually, I'll even, I'll leave a little room to keep growing the whole way through that, even to the second bar of five. Bottom, 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 so that that doesn't die away. I, I want to talk to you about it. that rhythm. The rhythm mm-hmm. you just sang mm-hmm. sounded kind of triplety. Right, because there are triplets, and this is a this is but a piece those are not where triplets. we have dotted eight sixteenths and we have triplets. So five is that place. If you're going to make a mistake, make the mistake of making the 16th too short. Yes. Yeah. I Don't think make you it should, triplety. Yes. You should you should separate those two rhythms as much as you can. Which Absolutely. means it's it's okay to, what I say, stylize the dotted eighth 16th, which is yes. to just push the 16th over a little bit yep. to the right. Do not make that sound snappier. triplety. It is yeah. a different rhythm. Now, here is something that we may have changed since we started playing this. When this was published, it was published where this is a page turn. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I would tell students make a copy of that page. Of course, you only have four beats, and I have watched students forget to do this before <laughs> their hearings. Yes, yeah. and then it's like they're trying to scramble it now. If you're using this on an iPad and you're like, you know, you got a foot pedal, it's a little bit easier to deal That's with. Fine, but if you're using actual music, make sure you do not have a page turn here. It's not comfortable. Yeah, and, and make sure you really know what the <clears throat> piano part's doing in the two bars before five. Oh yeah, I yeah. think it's you know. Play along with the recording, but conduct along with the recording. Yeah. You know, and Con- those with the piano totally part would. in front of you. I totally yeah, would. You, you'd have your baton out. <laughs> and the F sharp arrival, one bar before five, you have to play that the whole way into beat three. That's an arrival. Yeah. yeah. So stay, keep your foot on the gas there. Now, Brian, you would like this. Uh, I note group the heck out of these triplets. Of course you do. Going into five because I hear people fumble. Those, those are, it's just awkward enough, right? So here's the, I see this in, in a couple different ways. First, I see E flat, B flat as being in that key. And that's just one, that's one unit. On that's its an own. idea. And then yep. F to G flat is the second part of that. There it's it is. two two note bundles. Yep. However, you could also slice it a different way for somebody who sees it like this, which is you play an E flat, then you play two first valve notes on the same harmonic series, B flat and F. And then you play a G flat. Joey is so confused by this. No, here's <laughs> why you're here's why you're I wrong. I love this. Musically speaking, it's a triplet pickup to a downbeat. Yes. We're gonna get there, but you can't even talk about that if someone can't maneuver those intervals. That's all that I'm talking about is helping them oh, maneuver those intervals. The, oh, but if we're gonna talk intervals, that's separate from this. We'll pull that out and we do sure. the Rocky and Bullwinkle warm up. Do you guys know the Rocky? No, that's a little dated, right? <laughs> a little. <laughs> Right? <laughs> right, for those of you who remember the Rock right. and show. Wow, yeah. that's awesome. Right, mm-hmm. do you know what's in the middle of that? <laughs> those three notes, because yeah. all the Rocky and Bullwinkle warm-up is, is stacked fourths. I love right. it. That's cool. So then you just invert that. 
then you're done. Right. But that's that is but, musically speaking, when we're talking about note grouping, that's a three note pickup to a downbeat. Yes, it is. Yeah. Oh, there's no doubt about that. It has to land on one. It all leads to one. But I've just heard so many students over the years fumble over those and you wonder why. But yeah, it's just messy. It's because they'd have no idea what happens in the bar before five. Yeah. Yeah, they're guessing. Bom, bom, right. bom, ba, ba, bom. Yeah, they're just guessing where that is. Oh, the old 903 right on time. There it is, right so. on time. Yeah, but I just wanted to say that's a place that I end up having to dig in a little bit, especially mm -hmm. like in a primer lesson to say, hey, just you know, be careful about this and make sure it's clean. This is a spot I lay in wait after I've pushed them under the deep end. Right. Yes. <laughs> wait, you exactly. didn't figure that out? All right, now, right. We're to, now we're getting to some good parts, and all of this is oh, a good part. Of this. But this next part, again, is essentially a build. Once you turn the page, we're, we're, we're doing a kind of a, a build, but it's a fake out. We get up to six. No, 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 no. We're going to pull back out. Then we're going to build and we're going to come back down and we're going to build all the way up to the downbeat of seven. Now, this is where it gets right. really important. Very, very important. That rhythm at seven, I think most people know now, but this is one of the most misplayed rhythms for decades. And I, I think we've uh, teachers all over the, the world have done a good job of making sure we're, we're playing that as eighth note, two quarters. So that right. dee deem dee deem right? So that that it's not a pickup. Those we're are two in, quarter notes. We're in twelve eight. Yes. Yes. Body. Two three four five six. Two three four five six. Yeah. Right. And both notes are long. Yes. But now this is the important part. You play that eight times in a row. How many breaths do you get in those two in those four measures? However many you need. No. No. Incorrect. You can you can breathe. It's not going to mess anything up. You it can does. No, it absolutely up. messes stuff up. I, I think have it watched does so many people, uh, students and professionals, breathe every time. Yeah, don't. Tension. Oh yeah, it's a bad idea. It's a terrible idea. Just because no, you see a rest does not mean you need a breath. No, you you can musically you can breathe there. It's not well, going to interrupt anything. But yes, it's it doesn't a bad interrupt music. It's going to screw you up. It's a bad physical because idea. Yes. once we get to the bright section at the end of that, right? We go back into four four, and we take that opening that opening call. We're up up a major third, right? Yes, mm -hmm. we are. I don't know when this started, but there the is a certain yeah. population that decides, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do that. And then they're like, hold on a second. I'm going to take a minute here. And now I'm going to start. There is nothing in the music. There's nothing in the score. There's nothing in the piano part. There's nothing that's ever been written by anyone who is there that says that makes any musical sense. Right. It doesn't. It's not done for musical reasons. It's done because somebody's cashed. Exactly. Yes. And this is back to my. There are rules, and the rules, are, rules. are we make music decisions, not trumpet decisions. Yes. Right. Now, so listen before before we go to the bright. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, want, yeah, yeah. There's just something I wanted to catch, and I'm, sorry, I'm glad yeah. you talked about the twelve eight. These little triplet figures after six, second bar of six. Yep. And and so second third second and fourth fourth bar uh -huh. when you have the uh -huh. E flat B flat E flat, those are always chippy and messy. So here's the strategy. Play three E flats and then the F F sharp B natural. Just play three yes. E flats for a while, and then then you can add the B flat back in, and then play three C sharps, and then you can add the G sharp back in later. But oh, that, this is where we this is where we come right back to the Rocky and Bullwinkle stuff. You got to practice your fourths, <laughs> of course. But yeah. initially, you want to establish that get the rhythm in place yes. first. Then we can add the add totally. the intervals. So I, totally. I, I hate to go back, but I just I know that's a treacherous little uh, a little thing there. 
but now here we are at yeah. the bright, which so means we, you put in your seven C. <laughs> <laughs> oh bright is German for seven C. Yes. We will both kill you. Yes. <laughs> right. But so that, but that, so you've made that crescendo and kind of come back at six. You've made that crescendo come back down. You made the crescendo right up to the downbeat of seven. And then the bottom drops out and you've got eight times. That's a slow build, slow build, slow build. You are building that tension, building that tension, building that tension. And then right there in that 4-4 four, four where it says Pride, that is where it just opens right up. Fortissimo, back to the original call, but up a major third. Now we're wide open and we're going, right? Yeah. And not oh, yeah. only are these notes not marked short. In fact, there are eighth notes here that have tenuto marks underneath to ensure that you are playing these full value. Full value. Long but not accented, full. Right. Now, I do. Th this is a passage that a lot of people struggle with because of the, the physical demand to get right. through it. Right. So I, I do a couple of things here with breathing and dynamics that I want to throw at you guys to see how you feel. Right. So okay. you play the opening thing up to the B. If yep. you need if you need to take a breath, it's OK, because you have what will, for lack of a better term, a register change anyway, down an, an octave to the B. Right. Yeah. So you could breathe after the after the B. Again, long. Now, here on the low E. You can't breathe after the A. No, you can't breathe there. I've had people do that. That's not okay. That's in the phrase mark. There's another. I have a big rule coming up on page three. Yeah. So, three before eight, then. So you play. I drop the dynamic intentionally down to mezzo piano or mezzo forte on the low E run and then we build some we build shape into that and then we breathe mm. at eight after the tie mm. and then i suggest a little lesser dynamic on the low e which allow gives us room to shape up into the triplet passage right i have some concerns about this i okay. think it'll be soft enough just because it's a register shift down to i e. agree with that but yeah. i'm doing it more from a pacing perspective not not from uh i think it'll be soft enough too what i'm saying is i think you can get away with just dialing it back a little bit and then using the momentum to get up and over the right. a to the f sharp but i i want to talk about from the abstract of how do i want it to go mm -hmm. and i think that entire thing is wide open yeah mm -hmm. and i think the octave drop will give you some of that shape it's built into the line but i don't think you really have to conceive of dropping the volume otherwise it might disappear and then you're going to get lost under the piano part which is not coming down there mm -hmm. there are saying... three f's Right. Throughout but all if, this. If you have someone who is having issues hammered down sure. from the bright, which means broad, by the way, wide, wide. not bright. Yes. Yes. Um, right. If you have someone who's coming, this, this is just a little mental gymnastics to, to give them thought that they're getting a rest in the middle. And then, they're, and then they're dumping and then they're getting a little bit of a rest and then they're dumping. And the shape, the shape works. It's just a suggestion. It does work. It's, it's a way to help somebody Good pace through there. Good music can withstand a lot of different interpretations. For there sure. You go. Yeah. And this is great stuff. So, great. so then and the triplet, the tension builds here too, right? D. Yep. Da da d, da da d, da da. So I wouldn't breathe in all those places. Nope. But you can breathe anywhere there's a tie. You can breathe on the release. Right. You can get have a lift and get a, get a breath in there. That's yes. exactly and right. And not lose That'll time. Work. Yep. All right. So then the last figure here going into nine. Right again, bum ba dee dum, bum ba dee dum. Those eighth notes are not staccato. Super long notes. Mm -hmm. Nice full value. And now, when you have a fermata, 
The fermata means you have to play at least the length of the note, which means you're going to need to have more than 12 beats of E. Wait, it means yeah, you play... I take twice the, the value. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say... I right, was but what I'm say saying is I hear lots least. of people that get to the end of essentially three bars and are like, I'm like, yeah. hold on, you haven't even got to the fermata part yet. Right. And the, the beauty of this moment for, for me is playing that fermata and holding it for at least six beats at tempo is that the piano will diminuendo and it's yep. just you. And leaves you yes. hanging out. If you do it right, right. it sounds so cool that Which way. Which is a super, yeah, super Which Brian, Brian loves being the loudest thing being in the, the room. Being the loudest thing in the room. It's easy. <laughs> I, I do take that one literally, and I will make sure that we hold it twice. I, I like that, that idea, but I've heard, I hear lots of people bail out bail. early. So remember, uh, if you're not playing more than 12 beats, you're doing it wrong. Right. I want to backtrack to one note, and that is just to be aware that the low E at the end of the bright, before we play the lick that Joey just talked about, B flat, B natural, E, B, D, down on the low E, is going to be sharp, realistically. <laughs> or use a little trigger, or play, or play a third. But just play a third valve. Or, but use trigger, anticipate it, because you're going to be wound up, and just humor that note down a little bit just be and you will have it. played an e two notes before that that's so not weird. a particularly sharp note on the b flat right. so one five everyone's one. gonna know yeah. <laughs> everybody's gonna know that that's comparison. awesome and know that sound but that's a that's a target to look for uh and if you if you wanted those of you keeping score the math at home if you look at the notes a flat e flat a flat b flat perfect fourth whole step right f sharp everywhere. b natural c sharp a D E. Yeah. C F G one that one four five is everywhere. It comes right back to it yep. every time. It's yep. beautiful. It's everywhere. Oh. And then we go on to Vivor Her, huh? As previously. Yes. Mm -hmm. As before. As before. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you guys, people need to, I, I mean, the number of students who come in and I ask, you know, you guys do the same thing. What do these things mean? And they're like, what do you mean? I was like, and I say, well, that means that you should be standing on one foot playing with a cup mute in your left ear. It does? How do you know it doesn't? <laughs> That's awesome. You don't know. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Right, but this is some of the most lovely music in the movement. Oh. Right. The piano but, uh, stuff here, the 12-8. Oh, and it is, and this on. is where you see true sonata, right? This is yes. trumpet and piano. Yep, so, the interplay. Gorgeous playing. And you want to be thinking, again, it starts piano, just comes up and back. It's a nice, these both of these uh, phrases up and back, up and back. Two short, mm -hmm. lyrical, triplety phrases, lush, lush and lovely. So this is where, you know, if you look at anything in our in our rep, whether it's it's Haydn or Hummel or whatever, most great pieces, um, Kenan does it as well, um, reflect both sides of the trumpet's personality. You get the fanfare sure. kind of stuff along with the lyrical cantabile stuff. And this lick at 10, it's all encompassed in two bars, mm -hmm. right? The da-da-dum. Ba, ba, ba. I think that can that can come out a little bit. Right. I think but, you can energize the triplet a little bit. But look what happens both times, right? That mm -hmm. those first three notes are one, four, five, just inverted. Yep. And then dot dot d. That's fourths, right? Mm -hmm. B, B F sharp B back to the mm -hmm. fourths. Everything you've already been doing in the movement. Wouldn't it be great if you could with with Hindemith, if he would the person you were going to go back and have lunch with. <laughs> Right. Yeah. And you sit down and you go, I want to talk to you about the Sonata. It's the most iconic piece that we have. Right. Tell me about it. Oh, that thing. Look, I'm a big Rocky <laughs> and Bullwinkle fan. OK, exactly. I think that's clear. <laughs> I can I can make I, that case. I wrote it on a dare. Yeah. People kept playing it. So. <laughs> All right. So now we're getting. So now well, and, okay. in this spot. Also, remember that you're you're in nine, eight. 
um, or four, four, I guess you four, four. And they, um, but we're really playing 12, eight in our part. And the yeah. piano is playing duples underneath. Yes. Right. Right. Because then this section sort of ends as, as we, we play up to that a flat. And again, so we're in 12, eight followed by 18, eight. So those of you who are bad at math, 12, eight <laughs> means four big beats, 18, eight means six big, beats. seven big beats. Stop talking. <laughs> So when you play that A flat, and it, you're supposed to start at piano and decrescendo, but yes. it's 10 beats. Yeah. You may want, if you're really piano when you start, you may want to stay at piano for three or four of those before you start decrescendoing. Right. Yeah, just just hang just, out for a while, and then think about an elegant taper somewhere right, around nice, four, five, six. That's exactly. All. Then taper that yeah. thing right out. If you hit that softly and start decrescendoing immediately, guess what? It's going to shut off on yeah. you. Now, there is a tricky bar here between 10 and 11. The fifth bar of 10 gets misplayed a lot. It's a little bit of a phrase elision there, right? You, it it kind of happens. It just ha It's a little wonky. I hear a lot of people hang on too long there. Hmm. So the between F. 10 and 11? Yep. When you play the C-sharp, D, F, E-flat. They want to hold out the... One, two, three. In the fourth bar, they want to hold the D oh. across to beat one like they did the first time. Oh, right. Okay. But there's yeah. an elision there. It moves on over, to the... Yeah, get on with it. Yeah. Because yeah. okay. the first time it's... Yeah, keep da, da, dum, ba, 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 One. Yes. But the second time... It just happens yeah. a little sooner. Right. Yeah. right. It's, it's, it's literally going it to keep just you moving. A little bit of trap, a little bit of a trap there. I love the next part. Right. So now Mostly we get to 12. The piano stuff. The piano mm. is really starting some <laughs> angular <laughs> stuff. It's really cool. Yeah. But this is probably the coolest part because we've had two other parts here where we've been building tension, building tension. This is the last one, right? Mm -hmm. In the first movement. We come in yes. piano, and from where we start before 13, all the way until the, the bar before 14 is one long crescendo. That's right. Yes, it is. That's just a, that's three lines of you slowly, slowly, slowly building, 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 building to get all the way back, right? Yes. Yep. I'm with you. Yeah. Agreed. Now, yeah. here's the next rule. So we get back to, we're at 14 now, right? Yep. So this is just, just like the beginning for the first three bars. Sure. But in yeah. the fourth bar... We both land on that C. So, there is no breathing in that fourth bar. And None. here is why. Mm -hmm. Because that C is both the end of that phrase, of, of the opening phrase, and it's starting over again. Yes, yes, exactly. This is a phrase elision. Yes. It's what it's called. The phrases are, right, it's elided. In other words, he drops, he restarts before the other one finishes, essentially. Yeah, it's literally, that's a hinge. That note it functions as yep. both the end of one and the beginning of another. So I if like you it. breathe after that C, where I hear people do this, even you're, on some recordings, you're, you're doing, doing it, it wrong. wrong. <laughs> you're breaking a phrase by breathing there. So you have to practice playing one, two, three, four, five, you know, four and a half bars in one breath. Trust me, you can do it. Yeah, you don't breathe until after the G. Exactly in right. In the fourth bar, and then drop down and play a nice long B flat again, just like you did in the beginning. Yeah. I have a, I have a question about dynamics at 14. Yes. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. Yeah, it's the, a fortissimo is not loud enough for you? The, the piano is also <laughs> fortissimo. Yes. Yeah. yeah so this, is, you, this is big not, all the way out. You're not using your wind ensemble, <laughs> brass band, 
orchestral fortissimo, right? No, right. no, no, it's no, chamber music. Chamber it's music. just you and piano. Yeah. But it is strong. Oh, yes, it's very strong. No, no. Yeah. And this, this piece is a great argument. I see people post this stuff all the time playing recitals, and they're standing down at the nose of the piano, down nope. at the end. No. Stand in that in the curve. Crook. Yeah. Stand yeah. in the crook of the piano. And let that thing, like a blanket around you yeah. while you're standing there. You okay, here's, I mean? a, here's another question just... about, about the stick. Full stick, always? always. Full stick. Always. Yep. Yeah, so always. It drives open. me crazy when people do short stick. Even crazier when people close the lid close all it. the way. No, no, no. It doesn't change the dynamic. It changes the color and the clarity of the articulation. In and the it piano. changes the blend that you're going to get with the trumpets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not, it doesn't work. All the way it's got to be full stick. I yeah. thought the only the only reason that you have short stick on there is if you spill a beverage into the piano, that lets it dry out overnight. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the only reason that's in there. Other than that, that coffee. baby should be up the whole time. Yes, right, exactly. right. Because essentially from 14 out is strong all yeah. the way it just now, it stays wide open all the way out here's my advice for getting through 15 i have two things i want to throw out here one don't be afraid to use two and three on the d sharp in 15 to get up to the f sharp at least for a practice strategy to sure. smooth that sure. out but if you need to leave it in there do so the next thing is this when keep those quarter notes running in your brain while you play through 15 into the second bar and then just in a voice in your head an loud demonic voice starts screaming one, two, three, four. Absolutely. <laughs> From there to the end, yes. stay stay in your lane and and you'll be fine. But the piano, forget it's crazy about it. town there. And I would also yeah. wonder about do you guys feel about this? But in the so at 15, one to second, third bar, that whole note really could be changed to a dotted half, maybe not that short. And no, but then, that's a good place to breathe. Yeah. You breathe yeah. after it before the G. Yeah. And sure. then the same thing three from the end. You can yep. you can get out after the half because you need to to play the very end. Because mm -hmm. the same thing happens with the fermata at yes. the end. Yes. You play much longer than the piano can sustain, and the piano will die away, and you're still there hanging on. Yeah. Yeah. And and you want to you want to work together. It is a sonata. So when you feel that piano timbre start to really shift and change and go away, get out. On the last note, don't hang on so long that you're like blatantly the only thing in the room. No. You still want to be part of the wash. I'm, I might like to do that on occasion, <laughs> <laughs> as you know. Yeah. So, the, man, those are the places, right? What a great yeah. movement. Oh, yeah. it's awesome. Totally great movement. All yeah. right. We're going to keep moving here because we're going to get on to movement two, which, from my perspective, again, is this playful, uh, youthful. And, right. right. And it's if reflective, you wanted, sure. And if you wanted evidence that the notes in the first movement should not be played short, he wrote staccatos in the second movement. <laughs> right. So exactly. if he wanted those in the first movement, he would have put them there. Right. So yep. now we got a nice little light bounce. Right. Light bounce. And, easy. Yeah. And my default is takata, dagata. But this works way better, tataka. Totally. If you're yes, one of does. those folks that goes back and forth in your triple tonguing, dataka, tataka, 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 tataka. This is going to work yeah. better there. And these are short, but they're also buoyant. They oh, need yeah. to I, resonate. I, I don't. I'm not really saying short as much as bouncy. Right. I they like are that. separated. They got to bounce to them. They got to move. Yeah. Right. They're going to be. Buoyant. They are different. Right. Yeah. But then, because you, you, the, you get the lick twice, right? So when you when you play it on E flat, then with the crescendo in it. Then it goes into this really elongated 
Yep. And my advice there on the 16th is to keep the weight on the front of the beam. Don't go D da 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 da. Don't let the last note, right? That's no, backwards. Yeah, they're downbeat driven. Agreed. Yes. Yeah. And the emphasis on the wrong syllable. Or Tom Stevens would roll in, was rolling in his grave with people's feet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. But keep the weight at the front of the beam, and that allows that to stay in time and move forward. Yeah. And it's a total, yeah, total uh, changeover into a new style. Yeah. And speaking of style, here's he actually wrote out the double dotted, right? Yeah. The... Exactly. Keep it really close to the downbeat, yet long. Right, but still full value. Yep. Which then gets us to our next movement. I mean, next section. Lebhoft. Yes. Which means cheese. No, that that was the craft. Heavy uh, means heavy. Cheese. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, heft. Right. Right. That's where the word hefty comes from. It's from Leb Lebhoft. Lebhoft. Right. Means lively. Right. Because this lively. Right. Goes into two. It's a two-two thing. And this is the trumpet part. Where again, this is sonata. Right. We're essentially a little uh, sprinkling on top of the piano part here. Yeah. Those lovely little. Just a little bit on top. Very little. It's don't make too much out of this. No. Make it light, and, give it a nice touch and a nice sound and get out of there. Yeah, and this is where, as you're saying, piano. you just want to be in the fabric with the piano, right? Because yep. all this hemiola makes a lot of sense when it's just the colors just really weaving together in there. And can you just point out, because I want to make a point later, um, mm-hmm. this is this section is in cut time. Yes. New half equals old quarter. Old quarter, as before. Oh, yeah. Okay. Right. As literal, before. Literal, literal double time. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, so, I want to have this argument at the end, but we're not yes, there yet. We're, gonna, we're, we're definitely going to talk about. We're going to have. I want to. This is going to be good. So but to really so, make so, that Mr. Section, Hindemith knew what that meant. We're up to well, six double C's. It. Yep, we're up to he, six. He, know it. I wrote it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Now to really make that double time work right here, uh, or you know the double time feel at the cut time, I'm saying just dig into the ride symbol. Joey, are you with me on this? Because that's yeah. going to make all the difference right here. Well, ex- exactly. I mean, <laughs> that and make sure you look at the drummer's left foot. If you look yeah. at the drummer's just left foot, watch. you'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. right. Just stay that's tuned in. Dial. That's where it all dials in. So, then that so gets us after the hemiola to, to the V zerst. Which means? Like first or like exactly. at first. Just like, just like the beginning because it literally yeah. starts exactly like that. Right. And again, weighted beams, double dotted quarters, and, and then, then really long full notes on oh the eighth. Man, and this line at twenty-one, it's gorgeous. I wish I'd written that. Yeah, yeah. Who doesn't? There, the pianist is in, is in a different meter than we're in. Correct. Right. It's really important. Pianist is playing all these triplets against our dotted eighths, double dotted eight sixteenths. It's important. Mm-hmm. So buddy, then, buddy, here's buddy. the fun part, right? Now we go back into two two, and it says as before, right? As so before, just it's double time. Yep. So every time it's written two two, it's twice as fast, and every time it has a four, it's twice as slow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're we're sitting there, and we have the piano part uh, uh, written above us. So we're playing it just a G, and the piano boom da di da 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 di dum bum be dum dum da 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 di right, kind of moving the downbeat around. It's lovely. So now. When we get to the five four, what's the time? I There's, think it. I think it goes back to. I have made the quarter, same argument. Quarter and people note, are like, quarter note. Right, so stays you get all the way So da di da 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 di dum dum di dum bum two da di dum 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 di dum 
no, no, it goes to two two. Da dee da oh. da da dee dum bum. Does it go to cut time in your part? Yeah, the the, the, the score last I'm, two the bars score are in two two. Yeah, the score I'm looking at doesn't do that. Yeah, yes. the last two bars are in two two. It just goes to five right. four for one measure, for one bar, and that's slowing down. It's a written. In. I think so too. Yeah, yeah, but it's but here's the thing: he wrote it everywhere else, but he didn't write it here. I think he assumes it by then. I agree, but it's not, but and it's nobody been recorded. does that. It's been recorded no one does both it. ways. There are two. I've heard one recording. Who does, that does it that way? way. I got to find that. Who yeah. does? I should have remembered that. I, I think that's the way it should recording. be done. I agree with you. Yes. I thought we were on opposite sides of this. Me too. I thought you were going to fight with me. Yeah. I know. Bill's I'm on the other totally side. with you. No, Bill's I'm on, on the other side. I'm on the other side. And I, I'm yeah. on the other Tri- side. Yeah. The, so the make your case doing it wrong. that it stays in double time when it goes to 5-4. That Hindemith I, didn't know what he was writing. That's the no, case you want to make. No. So what if he had kept it in? How would he have had to have written that figure if he kept it in cut time? Well, you're saying he did. Right, but if he hadn't changed the signature, what would right, it look like? Right, two and like? a half, two. Yeah. Yeah, and see, and I think he knew that that would be confusing given the overall overarching idea behind this music, and he wrote that for clarity. I think that he did not intend for it to, to switch to, like, double time. He could have. Actually, I disagree, and here's another reason why, which I hadn't thought about until right now. He leaves it in 2-2, two, two, which moves the downbeat over. So you leave it in 2-2, two, two, but the downbeat is actually going to be beat five of that bar. Yep. And you could still write it out. You could you could write it out exactly that same way. Yeah, it's interesting, right? Yeah, I'm just, definitely on team. That's an actual 5-4 bar. I agree with Brian. Quarter note is back, back is to that 100 back to the slow tempo. Yeah. So here's I'm so much in the other camp on this that I don't do a retard there. There isn't a oh, retard there, there. It's a written out retard. Right, but I'm saying, no, but I'm saying no retard. It just magically kind of playfully just comes but, to a but stop think about and this, boom. But think about this musically, right? So if you're quarter notes here, right? Uh-huh. Doesn't make any sense. Because that half note then doesn't make sense in the I second think it last bar. Why didn't he put a marking like he was careful to so many other times that this equals that? Because he didn't have to. He it's didn't five have four. To. He doesn't. So you're gonna go At Vivorher, he does. He doesn't write the the half uh-huh. equals equals quarter. Right? He doesn't yeah. need to write it anymore. I'm yeah. gonna need. To, I'm gonna need to think about it. I'm gonna need to think about it. But I'm not. Of course, you know, I I just am so used to it being the other way. Oh, yeah. I've been arguing about this for decades. I'm totally with Joey. I'm on Team it's Joey. About with time. Yeah. Wow, that is a first. Mark I was going to say, is this, this is the first. <laughs> I'm very. I'm so happy right now. I don't even know what to do. <laughs> I actually heard oh, yeah. Pete Pete do this on um on Rotary. Oh, I bet that sounded great. It's a really interesting piece. I on like Rotary. this on Rotary. Oh yeah. yeah. I don't have very... uh I don't have a good B flat Rotary. Oh. Well, you'll be you'll be the first Wait one to buy minute. one. <laughs> I might. Okay, now I have something to do. <laughs> I have a B flat rotary I want to mess with now. There you go. Okay. It is a it is a very interesting sound. It's a be- of course Pete has like stupidly great rotary instruments. Yes, he does. I'm a little mad at him for that. Yeah. All right, we got to get into the we're uh, we're running we, very long for tonight. We are really well, it's a 20 like, minute piece. It's an important piece. It's important. Yeah. Let's get into the third movement. Right. This could have been like two episodes, but I don't like that. I don't want to do part one and part no. two. No. People right. can listen, you know, over All a couple right, so, days. Trower right. music. We're starting. I'm starting with a story. Okay. What's your story? Well, my story that you're is sticking this. To. 
And I'm st- yeah. So I was doing the thing that we're doing tonight, right? We get to this movement, and I have a student. Let's just again call her, and I'm not making this up. Her name's Caitlin, K A Y T L Y N. And so she's working on the Hindemith right now. And so we get here, <laughs> and I yourself, Bill. And I said, I said, all right, trower music. What does that mean? And she literally looks at me and says. I have no idea, but I feel like I'm dying every time I play this. <laughs> Nailed it. Perfect. Nailed like, it. Right down the and middle. She really didn't hadn't given it any thought. But that's really oh the way God. she felt. I was go. like, okay, and you're going on the podcast again. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. You're in. Yeah. I heard it because I'm like flower this, music. I'm like, oh no, no, that's not no, what it is. No. No. <laughs> it does sound kind so of like I'm trousers, like, so you have to wear pants when you play. Yes. Trouser music. <laughs> yes. So I'm Bugs like Joey Nguyen. Yeah. Yeah, that's I, why I'm not playing this piece. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, well, interestingly, your intuition is very good here. It's funeral music. Funeral oh. music, exactly right. And there it is. Yeah. So yeah, this so the opening, right? The first three lines of this. It's in four four, but quarter note at forty. Which is not so, helpful to anybody. No. Nobody's counting one. Eighth note equals 80. Thank you very much. Put yes. the metronome on. When you're figuring this out, you have got to be thinking. Because if you play beat one and go, okay, it's a dotted eighth, and then I play two thirty seconds, where the heck does that go? Yeah. What I do you it goes on met, the and of the eighth note. No, I put my met on 160 for the 16th. And you do 116. Bop, 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 bum, 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 bop, bop, bum, 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 bum. Yeah. That works. Because you yes. put, if you're running that 16th, it's the best way to cleanly place those where they need to be. Plus, yeah. you understand the sustain through the quarter note ties. Well, that's the thing yes. I want to make sure of. Yes, right? exactly. Because, yeah, you want to make sure that everything is, everything is full value. Because ser longsum, what does that mean? Right above the the movement and under funeral music. Yeah, you got people have to go to the box very, of knowledge and very slowly, very yeah. slowly. But that doesn't mean you cheat anything. You got to play everything, giving it the most, the full right. value. You want to stretch every note to its fullest, fullest, fullest right. value. There aren't short notes here. Right, right. right. and this is my it's again death. now. So we're moving into this this third movement, this stage of life. This is is hints at taps, right? It hints at. A military sure. kind of bugle call. Sure. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Sure, kind definitely. of vibe, right? Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, and then in contrast to that, right? These descending lines from the E flat, C, A flat, G. Oh man, you can milk those and get a lot of sound out of those. And mm-hmm. the next thing too, it's dripping with angst there, right? Oh, Sadness. It really is. Yeah. And up to those G's always remind me of like the air raid sirens. Yeah. Right. Well, like of that I guess we should you know? we should have mentioned that spot in the beginning uh, in the first movement is an ambulance, right? Body, body. Oh yeah, oh yeah, of course. Body. Yeah, yeah we should have mentioned that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, but such a great moment in the beginning of this, and then we're back to the same thing. You've got to keep the sixteenth steady because the the nature of those eighth note patterns to the corners are gonna feel so slow to you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. thirty yeah. seconds. Tempo. You mean thirty seconds, not sixteenths? These are thirty seconds here. Yeah, or 30 seconds, yeah. yeah. Um, it's, it's just going to feel like they're taking up a lot of space, which they are. Which yeah. they are. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, say full value all the way through, and then mm-hmm. we get right back into a 12-8, a nice rollicking, rolling. Oh, this is a beautiful 12 which means? Somewhat moved ahead. Yeah, quiet, quietly moved or, mm-hmm. right, directly translated, yeah, somewhat. Um, and I love this music. This and that's very contemplative there, right? I mean, it's almost like your, your whole book, Bill. Yeah, that's a great word, isn't it? Contempl- it's a great contemplative a good yeah. word. Yeah, right. But yeah, yeah, and again, you know, from where we start, 
These are long phrases, and he's giving you, he's giving yes. us, here's the shape of the line. We're going to go up, we're going to come down, we're going to go up, we're going to come down, until we get to right before 27, and here's the, here's the place. Here's where we're going. Here's the first place we're really arriving in this 12-8, which is what, what's that before 27, 1, 2, 3, 4, right? Yes. Three bars before. Mm -hmm. This is fortissimo, and then we're right out there. Here it is. Still lush, long, triplety, and connected, but this is where it's strong. And I oh, want to yeah. point out that the, in the five and f six bars before 27, you need to know what the piano has. Okay, there are mm -hmm. big block chords that are not on the beat. Right. Yes. And you <laughs> have to find your way in there. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Right. Eighth before. And yeah, but there's such such great music to sing here, right? Like this, the the part you're talking about there, Brian, before 27, one, two, three, three bars, that lick. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Come on. That is great music. Now, the triplet, the little 16th triplet figures, and not real triplets, but do you guys stylize that at all? The dotted, no. dotted no. eighth? You play them right in time. Right in time, especially with what's going on on the piano. You want to just kind of line up and just flow right through. And then the same idea before 28. Right, because yeah, 28, right? So you go up and do that before 27, and that's kind of like this is the first big part of rival point. Right. And then you build up, and you kind of do it again. Yep. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so you go up there, you go up to the B, and you go up to the B, and now we're heading out. We're going yeah. away. I will say this to a 27. Keep your foot on the gas through the low C. Yes. yes. I hear a lot of people back off on that, but it's important <laughs> harmonically to make that arrival. Right. So, right, yeah. you all the way through that, and then right all the way up. And now you're coming back. 28, we are now mm -hmm. dying away and dying away and dying away. And then we go literally. right back. It's literally, so right. Literally. And just when you think you're done, then we play the beginning again. Mm -hmm. nice and soft and nice and soft but then it builds right so when we get to 30 mm. this is big and i just want to say this music that leads us to 30 though is some of the most gorgeous stuff in here right Wait, you're way ahead of me joey i'm i'm interested in what happens he he wants to talk about the v on fung yeah yeah that's what i'm talking about which is yeah. uh, you know much more us... square going totally right we're back in four four you put your metronome back at 80 or like 160 for Bill. You get right yeah. back to yeah. just like the beginning stylistically. This is just like the beginning because when you get to that boom, beep, boop, you might think I'm almost done here. Beep, boop, beep, yeah. but not so much. Right. No, 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 no. No. We're going to, instead of dying away and dying away, we're actually going to build. Yeah. Back to And the that's what gets again. us into 30. Big. And, and I do run the 16th here, Brian. On the V um ung fung. Yeah. I yes. run the sixteenth through there just yeah. to make sure that that's cool. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then there's our yeah, that's our last big, right? The thing at thirty is our last big Yeah. And then you think, okay, wow. I'm done. Not so <laughs> yeah. fast, my you friend. You are done, but no, you have you're to done. play more you have to play more notes. Now no. what comes if you look at this and you're looking through the piece, you will look at the end of this piece and think, Oh, that's the easy part. Because all that's left, you have a, actually you do get a little bit of a, a lift here. You got a fermata over a double bar, right? right? So you do get to, you can take a second here. And I'd like right? to do the translation if you don't mind. Of Please the, do. All I, all I mentioned Musen Sturben means all trumpet players must die. <laughs> yeah, right. exactly. Yeah, that, that's a, that's a very literal translation. <laughs> that's exactly what it means, right? But so you look but at you this, do, but and, the lift is valuable and it's fair. It's and fair it's, to just. But I, I think it, it's, there. it's literally written, but musically makes sense. Absolutely. You want to say, okay, hold on just a second. Before I let you go, I've got one more thing. <laughs> yes. Right? 
Because mm-hmm. then if you look at that, it's there's nothing high and there's nothing low and there's nothing technically challenging in there at all. So this should be pretty easy. But Problem boy, is, by the time you get here, it's piano that goes up to fortissimo. It's essentially one big hairpin, right? Up and down. So the beginning up to the downbeat of 32 is a crescendo all the way there and then a decrescendo all the way out. Yes. Right? It's yeah. very, it's simple. That doesn't mean it's, it's easy. It's somewhere around the Anfang when we go back to four in that movement where I, I usually go, why am I doing this again? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, man. Um, now, I, I will say this. I've heard, Win- and Winton's recording is one of these. It is, he's in the 40s. It's yeah. really slow. I think, yeah. I think that's, uh, to, I was going to ask you guys, where's your metronome here? I have a thought. So I took a lesson with Vince, and I know this is going to bring up another issue. Joey, that you want to talk about in terms of this particular segment, and I think that's fair. <laughs> okay. But in the lesson I took with Vince, his description of picking a tempo on this was this. He said, I'm going to sing a tune to you, and I want you to tell me what it is. Uh, May. <laughs> and he starts singing Amazing Grace. Yeah. But yeah. so slowly that you're not, the ear's not putting the words together. Right, that it doesn't like, actually have any flow. It has to flow together like a melody, which was which was just justification for going ahead to move it. You got to play it faster than forty. It's okay yes, to play faster. I agree. Faster. So where's your temp? Where's your mark? Uh, I have a temple marking. I, I, I give dis- this I disagree because it's actually in the ink and in the original. What is forty? Where? Well, it's, it's in, in the, the one. I, it's in the score that I'm looking at. It's not in the score. score I have. I think yeah. it's in the piano score that I have as well. It's, is it it's really in the piano score at forty? Yeah, I think forty is too slow. Yeah, it also means 40. it's also written very calm. So, I mean, it's a German piece. So I hope you're not using a lot of vibrato anyway. No, it should well, be you pretty, know, it's it funny. Be pretty straight. We didn't even talk about that out of the shoes because I think we all made the same assumption. No. It's, yes, you don't. No, do this that. should be stark. Oh, it is. Yeah, it does say forty. Yeah. Yeah. I was looking at a different place. Sorry. Yeah. No. I think forty is too slow. I think it is too. It's painfully slow, and I think that's the point. It's painful right, for the but, audience. It's painful for the player. It's painful <laughs> for the pianist. But the, there are two problems I with it being forty, and one I I do think it's just too slow musically. I like sixty. Yeah, right? I think that's about where I am as well. Yeah, right there. I think is a good performance tempo for that because the mm-hmm. other part of it is this, and I am somebody who plays a very long time on one breath. Yes, you do. Uh, I I I don't you. think you're allowed to breathe before thirty two. You can right. breathe before thirty-one. You can breathe before thirty-one. That makes yeah. I'm fine absolutely. With that. That's the end but, of the phrase. But that, yeah. but that crescendo into thirty-two. I hear people breathe there all the time. No, yes. that one's not allowed. No, right. And you can breathe in the fourth bar of thirty-one. Did sure. we say that? Yeah, because yeah. that's I also th- the end of the phrase. I, I do think these are pretty much one, two, three, four bar phrases, right? Mm-hmm. Except. You can't breathe it going into 32. But you don't get to breathe in 32. You've got to find somewhere else to do that. Right. Because they are four-bar phrases. And again, there's no fermata on the end of this. This is straight out in time. This is straight this is out 12, in time. You, you play the last 12 beats. But again, I actually don't like the breath before the last note either. I, I think you should be able to play. I would ideally, that should be eight bars in one breath starting at 33. Yes, to the end. That's, I agree. And at the, 40, math, at Joey, 40, at 40, how many seconds is that? You yeah, have to yeah, exactly. Like, at the end no. of a 20-minute piece. Yeah, right. you're not going to do it. That's why I'm saying 60 is a better performance tempo for this. 
I think I think what you buy, Brian, I think the trade-off, I know you're saying it's not being true to the score, Speak, spoken from a guy who, who uh, <laughs> yearly says you can do whatever you want in the score as long as the judges don't notice it. Maybe. Um, <laughs> That I think that, that what you point. what you gain musically, you you know, it's yeah. worth the trade off. Yeah, because you want to have the yeah. line there, and you want to you want to have that comfort there. And piano does not mean as soft as as soft as you can play. It piano just means, means gently. It means gently, and it means where you still have a great sound. So yeah. at that point of the piece, if it needs to be a little bit more than you might think ideally, so that it sounds good, make it sound great. That's always most important. Mm-hmm. Sure, mm-hmm. yeah. And yeah. no um, retard in the piano. Do right. not let the pianist no. slow down. No, no, no. no, no, no there's no, no, no retard. This goes straight it's, out in dead time. It's written out. Yeah. And some of the no, most... <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> uh, and some of those glorious harmony in the whole piece in the last eight bars, oh, yeah. particularly yeah. the last oh, four. Fantastic. So now let's go with this idea that it's okay to switch horns and play this last chorale on E-flat trumpet to make it easier. No. <laughs> I, I couldn't bring myself to do that. No, I can't either. No, I, I actually don't think it's okay. I don't think it's okay either. No. Only if you're in more than 100 days. <laughs> now, if you'd practice doing that 100 days in a row, then we'll talk about it. Well, but I don't, think there's a need, that, I don't think there's a need to do that. I don't either. Brian, I think you're saying if it takes you, if your tempo forces you to take 100 days to get through the corral, is <laughs> that what you're saying? Then you can switch. Then, you then can it's switch okay. Flat I like this yeah. idea. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's this. no, it's a different timbre and come on. If this is this is part of the landscape. When you agree, this is part of the contract. When you agree to play this piece in its entirety, you know that yes. you're gonna you gotta end with that chorale and you gotta have the you gotta be able to do it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's part of the piece. And yeah. I think it also, like most things, if you look at the entire landscape or trajectory of the piece, that's gonna hold you in check in some other places. <laughs> right? Well, oh, yes. yeah, it could. Yeah. You wanna be thinking you know. the whole piece. Yeah, you wanna right. think big. Yeah, if you yeah. go on so the you edge don't want to over, dynamically, overdo too much. Yeah, yeah overextend yeah. yourself. Well, I don't know how anyone could expect any more great advice on the Hindemith than that, <laughs> except for how to pronounce Hindemith. But we'll get right. to that next time. People turned this off about forty-five minutes ago. Uh, they're all in. Uh, all all in. in. Well, I was thinking I've got some really great comments on our last couple of episodes. Um, in fact, someone texted me today and said, "Hey." Some of your best work. These two episodes have been really great. And I thought to myself, we can fix that. Yeah, obviously. We'll take care of that. We, we did, that no with, problem. Yeah. Tonight, we could take care of that recording exactly. this. No problem. All right, boys, time for no offense. If you aren't deconstructing everything you play, no offense, but you're doing it wrong. And if you aren't programming, teaching, recommending, or playing the Hinnemann, you're doing it wrong. Come on. Get inside the music. Listen, it's very simple. If there's stuff written on there and you want to perform it, you should know what that stuff means. And you should be listening to great (laughs) recordings of this. You should be finding everything you can on the piece. Find the history of it. Find out why it was written. If there's a meaning behind the piece, find out who played it. If it was written for someone specific, how they did it. And then take all of that in, then make it yours. How many great recordings of the Hindemith are there? There are a lot. You think great? Well, oh, great. A, well, there are, a lot there, of, are many, there are a lot of good ones. There are many recordings of the Hindemith. There are a lot of recordings of the Hindemith. Yes. I like the Tony Plogue recording. Sure. A lot. Well, Tony always knows what he's doing. He's, yeah. He's informed. Yeah. 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 I think the world lost a great trumpet player when he stopped playing all the time. Yeah, I'm still Although yeah, him yeah. for that. He still plays a high C. He can still play a high C. He, <laughs> he, did can, still, he can still play whenever he <laughs> wants. Summer. Yeah, that's great. 
Well, boys, that should about do it for today. Stay tuned. <laughs> Tell your friends and neighbors and deconstruct that repertoire. So long for now. Remember to keep an open mind, but more importantly, an open bell.